Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, about last night, podcast fans, what up? Hey, can we talk for a second? Can we talk money? (laughs) Let's talk money. Truth is, sometimes honest, hardworking folks need a little bit extra, okay? And some banks don't always make it fast or easy, but I'll tell you who does. Avant! Finally, there's a company who gets it. Avant, A-V-A-N-T. Guess what? They provide access to personal loans from $1,000 to $35,000 without ever stepping foot in a branch. All you got to do is simply go to avantoffer.com and check your competitive rate, okay? Checking your rates is risk-free. There's no risk. Is there a risk? No, man, it's risk-free with no effect on your FICO score, all right? Complete your application in minutes, and the funds could be in your account as soon as tomorrow. See how easy and convenient borrowing is through avantoffer.com. Avant will give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after you make your first payment on time. Who else does that? Nobody? That's right. For this offer and to check your rate risk-free, go to avantoffer.com and enter promo code last night. That's A-V-A-N-T offer.com, promo code last night. Avantoffer.com, promo code last night. Loans made by WebBank. Funds are generally deposited via ACH for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. FICO is a registered trademark of Fair Isaac Corporation. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, the podcast app on your phone, Android. Uh, Listening uh, on www.aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all uh, past and present episodes. Um, We appreciate the support and the iTunes reviews. You guys have been crushing it lately. Uh, If you're listening right now, please take two seconds during this intro. Give us a five-star rating. Comment on the iTunes page. You guys have been crushing it, and that's uh, really been uh, helping us climb the charts. I think we're number 38 right now on the comedy uh, podcast charts on iTunes. Uh, We got some love with the Howie Mandel episode a few weeks ago that gave us a a featured banner on the podcast page on iTunes. Uh, Go back, listen to that episode if you haven't heard, by the way. The Howie Mandel episode was phenomenal. Uh, The Jay Moore episode followed that up with a a solid one. Um, So many great episodes in the can right now. I wish we could... Release them all at the same time so you guys could binge listen. I, I got to be honest, it's like we're really hitting a nice stride, Brad and I, with uh, with the guests and the quality of the the, the shows. It's I, I walk away from each one going, God damn, like I, which one? When? What do we post next? Like I, it's really been tough to figure that out. Um, and <laughs> you know, we recorded one last night that uh, that is. Uh, we just had to post immediately. We didn't know when we were going to put it in the queue, but it was so good, it, it moved right to the top. And I'm talking about today's episode with our guest, Joshua Meyerowitz. You might not recognize that name because he's uh, he's an up-and-comer, and he um, is just one of the sweetest, funniest people you'll ever meet. I've met him at the Comedy Store. That's where I see him all the time. Uh, that he uh, gets to, by the way, in his uh, autistic... Um, uh, sponsored van. Um, Josh Myworth has Asperger's high functioning autism. 
I don't know if you know anybody with that or you've ever met somebody with that. Um, he's very coherent, very articulate, very, uh, as he will describe, pedantic. Um, it, it was an unbelievable interview. Uh, not only is the guy so naturally funny, but man, if you don't get your heartstrings tugged at in this episode, something's wrong with you. Uh, the dude is so sweet, so locked in on who he is, so unapologetic uh, about who he is, but then very apologetic because of uh, his Aspergers, and it's you know he's got no filter. And to hear his upbringing with his folks, you know, figuring out and discovering when he uh, had something a little different and, and needed to be diagnosed uh, appropriately, how he socially maneuvered through school. Um, and and how stand-up, finding stand-up in the comedy store and, and acceptance in a social group is really eye-opening and, and unbelievable. It's just, you know, we have a lot of great comedians, actors, musicians on the show with great stories, um, but very few, you know, have, have dealt with the types of um, obstacles that Josh has. And to be where he is and to be as, as funny, and he was so genuinely pumped to be on the show, and he killed it, man. Made Brad and I laugh genuinely a lot. Um, I don't want to give away any more. I just want you guys to enjoy the hell out of this episode. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot more of this dude as he, as he continues his comedy journey. Uh, follow Josh on Twitter, uh, the best Twitter handle ever, at Autistic Thunder. At Autistic Thunder on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. And come see me tomorrow night, <clears throat> excuse me, at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California. 8 o'clock, I'm headlining Comedy Juice. 8 p.m., the Irvine Improv. Come see me there. And then November 25th, Wednesday through Saturday in San Francisco. I'm coming back to the Punchline, baby. One of my favorite clubs in the world. San Francisco, California, the Punchline. Um... November 25th through the 28th. Get your tickets at punchlinecomedyclub.com and come see me. And then December 3rd through the 5th, I'll be in New York City in West Nyack, about 40 minutes north at Levity Live, December 3rd through the 5th. My first time there, super pumped, bringing my buddy Sandy Danto. So come out and see us in West Nyack, New York, December 3rd through the 5th. Uh, and Brad Williams, where's he going to be? Well, he'll be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California, November 27th and 28th. Get your post-Thanksgiving on with Brad in Flappers Comedy Club, Burbank, California, November 27th and 28th. And then go see Brad in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, December 3rd through the 5th at Laughing Gas Comedy Club. Got these comedy club names. Brad could not be performing at two more stereotypical comedy club names back-to-back. -back. Flappers and Laughing Gas. But you know what? They're both great clubs, and Brad's going to crush it. Go see him. Burbank, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, December 3rd through the 5th. Um... And, uh, and go see Brad and have a good time. And, of course, uh, bring your merch to these shows. You can get your ALN merch at estoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. Get your shirts, get your mugs, bring them. We'll sign them. We'll take pictures. That support is always greatly appreciated. And, uh, and of course, listen to past episodes, as we mentioned before, at aboutlastnightpodcast.com. Keep subscribing on iTunes and giving us those five-star ratings and commenting on the iTunes page. So many great episodes coming up. Uh, oh, and follow us on Twitter, the new ALN Twitter handle, at ALN Podcast, for all news, notes, episodes, pictures, videos. We're going to be posting videos from the live podcast, the entire video from the live podcast, as well as uh, a lot of fun clips. Um, so get ready to, uh, to enjoy those. They'll be posted to my YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Adam Ray 24 
uh, on YouTube, and so you can get all the uh, ALN clips from that live show. I think so, uh, I think that's all the info. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. We're pumped about that. So many great episodes coming up. Now that we got the Twitter handles out of the way, those are the tour dates. That's all the merch info. So now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new bonus episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Josh Meyerowitz. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. All right, well, the most uh, difficult uh, technical start ever. <laughs> uh, well, we have. Josh, how many autistic thunderbolts would you give that opening? Fucking one, dude. <laughs> one, Get your shit in gear, Dad. One autistic thunderbolt. <laughs> yeah. Dad. Do you not know this impossible. rating? Do you not know this rating system? All right, so I don't I know the rating system it. for an, a, autistic thunderbolts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it. it's a system of five. No in between numbers. So no one and three quarters. No one and a half. Okay. Like, it's flat. One, two, three, four, five. If an, if a rating is three, four, or five, it automatically means it's a solid or good movie. Okay. If it's a one or two, automatically means it's a bad movie. All right. So mighty Ooh. so mighty ducks one would mighty ducks one. Uh, if I re- I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it being still solid. I first uh, so three out of five autistic thunderbolts. I remember <laughs> liking the second one a lot more for some weird reason. Well, it had well it had the knuckle puck in it. Yeah, and and Keenan Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it really I might did. give that four just based off of nostalgia. <laughs> Josh, if you could have been in any of the Disney kid movies growing up, and and we're talking Sandlot, we're talking Big Red, Mm. we're talking Mighty Ducks, we're talking Air Buds, we're talking Holes with Shia LaBeouf. Can I say Mighty Ducks because they always found what worked for each kid. Mm -hmm. Like, with all those other things, it's all about, like, one particular character that's all great. Like with the Mighty Ducks, they found good positions for each kid what they right. were good at. Like so, and, and like one kid right. was like from Oklahoma, and they're like, "Oh, you can really stick handle, and we're gonna give you a rope, and yeah, yeah. It, 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 like we're like we're gonna make fit <laughs> That's for, right, for, yeah. for you." That kid lassoed somebody on the ice. And yeah, nobody said shit. No one said anything. They cut to the opposing coach, and he just got frustrated. They scored. <laughs> he didn't say like, yeah. "What about the Some, lasso?" Yeah, what God about the lasso? Tom Foolery. Here. Yeah, not yeah. There, there, there's a not not the fact that one. Special uh, abilities are not allowed on the ice. Well, I mean, well, then that means you and I would be screwed. Yeah, that's for sure. Because we have nothing but special abilities. Oh, yeah. Special (laughs) ed abilities. Uh, (laughs) Special ed abilities. You're a a huge movie guy. I'm a big movie guy. Every time I see you, you're the first thing you... I like to party on a lot of good movies, but yeah, sorry. Um... Uh, yeah, don't fucking cut me off. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> you, are, you might be the sweetest person on planet oh, Earth. I try my best. You're very polite. People. You do love people. But you're very cautious of not stepping on toes. I try. And not um, uh, uh, getting in somebody's way socially. Yeah. Yet you shouldn't because you always have something. You always, you always open with a great conversation. Uh, so when you, you approach me and you're like, hey, have you seen this movie? Like, usually, like, I don't see a ton of movies, but for whatever reason... You hit on a movie that, A, I want to see, or B, that I have actually seen. So then I'm like, 
Jesus Christ, you just fucking bum rushed me with a with a great icebreaker. Thanks, brother. I appreciate <laughs> um, it. By the way, you see the raid in the raid two? I I have seen the raid. Oh my god, have you seen the raid two? I did. The, oh, ra- so the raid two redemption. I see, well, the raid is the raid. The raid redemption. Here's the thing. In yeah. the Indonesian release, it's just called the raid. Yeah. Or what? I forget. What, this is like the greatest it, action movie you've oh, ever seen in your life. So wait, good, wait, so violent. Indonesian so release is the name of a movie or no, a no, sex no, position no. in Indonesia. <laughs> that would be great. It'd be illegal, but great. <laughs> he already knows it'd be illegal. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Shout out Cyril Skakel. Anyway, so how so how many autistic thunderbolts does does uh, the Indonesian release get? Well, it's not the, the se- Indonesian release. It's uh, the, the sex position. Oh, I, I can't. I don't even want to imagine it. Once again, it is horrifyingly illegal. You go down to Jakarta, you're gonna be doing something illegal of someone of questionable age and sexual gender. Like it's gonna questionable be questionable gender. Yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Nope, I support the LGBTQ. Sure. The Q means questionable, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. I've been I think. thinking about that a lot. Not that I. Not that I know. Not, not that I go through a bunch of bars in no. West Hollywood and go. I have a bunch of gay friends. I sure. just have questions what do you think about a lot uh how much what's on your daily mind these days especially i'm a uh, and it's not just out of judaism i am a gigantic self-loather i by the way (laughs) i want to go back to the raid just quickly because i by the way just we should probably tell the audience uh i have asperger's high functioning form of autism part of it is i'm very uh pedantic oh that too wow passionate too sat word uh trust me i recently learned the definition so you know you Gotta <laughs> expand your vocabulary best to your ability. You really do. I try. I'm not smart. Anyways. <laughs> but you're constantly absorbing new uh, uh, words. Sort of. It, I hear the words, but sometimes I'm too lazy and look up the Now, definition. is pedantic? That's not a word I hear too often. And I want to f- say, I feel like the last time I heard it was from someone with high-functioning Asperger's. Is that, is <laughs> Can that I tell a- you, the very first time I heard a word without def- knowing the definition was an episode of Family Guy. I love that. And then, and then like, years later... I ended up, I don't know for what reason, maybe I was reading a something awful form post or something, and the word was used. I'm like, I'm going to look at the definition. Yeah. It's someone who goes, at, if, I, if I'm defining this correctly, goes out of their way to make sure every detail is exact. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'd say that's the strongest definition of high no, that's what, uh No, no, but it's a part of it. Okay. It's a, I, because, okay, we went from one subject to, yeah, subject yeah. to another, and I, now it's driving me crazy. Okay, I wanna, do you want to finish Raid? Yeah, that's Let's what I'm that. saying. I go. apologize. I don't mean to nope, nope. be rude. Not at all. All right, all right so. You're, very, okay. you're detailed. The Indonesian, Indonesian release, it's just called the Raid. For the American release, for some odd reason, they decided to tack on the subtitle for the first movie, Redemption. Right. There is no redemption in this movie. <laughs> Absolutely not. It, it's maybe a, on a, in a loose sense, but otherwise, it is just gunshots and well choreographed martial arts. Which is Penchak- all you need. Yeah, which is all you needed in a movie. Yeah. Indonesians don't do kung fu. It's penchak silat. Wow. That's I, I read well, a lot of Japanese comic books with martial arts in them. So Really? I, uh, Are they yeah. sexual? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's right. this one. Could you say it less like you're jerking off as you're responding? <laughs> Can I tell you? Can I tell you? When I, when I mo- mostly jack off to, to, to real people porn, mm-hmm. but once in a while when, I, when I, you, know, you don't feel like it, Japanese animated porn. Because wow. titties, that's why. That's how much I love tits. Just like eat, even you know they're drawn. Well, I, well I, the Japanese do it in such a different way that somehow it's like I couldn't masturbate to Jessica Rabbit, but, but really, no. But there's something I feel like that way, would be the go-to cartoon. I love for it. most people that's their that's what they usually think. Oh, so you masturbate Jessica Rabbit? No, they, I, well she's not anime. 
No, she's anime animated. girl. Anim, anime girls are, are so, I can't explain it. They're somewhat different. Listen, well, they're fucking cartoons. I know, dude. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> they're somewhat different. They're well, not real. I and like from, you I'm go talking with in the terms anime. of anime. Oh, okay. Anyways, the raids one and two are yes. fantastic martial arts flicks yes. and masturbate to Japanese anime. You don't know what you got in yet. Just there's some gross stuff out there, so try to be cautious. <laughs> what is what is the grossest thing you've caught yourself typing in? To an anime porn search engine. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm not thinking because there's a lot of them. I'm just trying to remember because I my main thing is like tits. I, I'm a you love tits. I'm a big boob fetishist. Now, let me see you and me too. both, brother. Yeah, and well, hey, I also am a part of this club, and I want to say <laughs> I was like, I like tits too. Well, but I want to say but like it's what, to it, a, is oh, it a, it's a, is it a Jewish thing? Because I feel like a lot of Jewish. No, men love. granted, my mom has a sweet pair of jogs, dad. <laughs> I don't know why I become Earl. I love Earl. I, I'm a, by the way, got, Earl Skakel, if anyone knows. Yeah, he's look him other, up, follow him. He's he, a great I call comic. him my spirit animal. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a and connection to Earl. Gra- granted, he's always like, Dad, I should be everyone's spirit animal. <laughs> so, so. Ki- All right, so your mom's got a great pet of jo- uh, p- pair of Oh, yeah, and so does my sister. Runs in the family. So, granted, all, so do I. I got a sweet pair of <laughs> hefty Jewish bosoms. <laughs> Hefty, ju- hefty Jewish bosoms. That sounds like I. I it sounds so nice. It's, it, it, it sounds like it would give me great comfort. Like you know, if it, I, it really was bad thing no, no. in my day. I, I like a, hugging my mom, not because of her tits. No, I'm not gross. Hefty Jewish bosoms sounds like a Hanukkah candy the kids get. <laughs> Listen, you know, there's like Hanukkah gelt. We got Hanukkah gelt. We got a hefty Jewish bosom for you, <laughs> which is just a giant Spend chocolate the, egg. Spend the dreidel if, yes. if, if if it lands on a certain side, you get a hefty Jewish. If you bosom, get a gimel, if you get a gimel or a Hey, Again, guess what? <laughs> hefty three servings of hefty Jewish, hefty Jewish, Jewish bosoms. bosoms for it's everybody. Nice. It's got a great flavor, just like Manischewitz. <laughs> There's caramel hefty Jewish bosoms. Yes, it's soft caramel, but we can't have it on Passover. Wait, wait. It's not Pesach. They're just chocolate tits. Chocolate filled, tits, Dad. Chocolate tits filled well, caramel. with caramel. Milk chocolate caramel. <laughs> Gotta go with the milk theme since it's tits. Obviously. <laughs> I, I hope I... It makes so much sense, Adam It, it does. Uh, I'm pe- Pedan- that's not a pedantic thing. That's just common sensible. <laughs> I'm insensible. I'm an idiot. I'm, 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 By the way, that's the end of the too. commercial for Hefty Jewish Bosoms. That's hefty not pedantic. That, yeah, no, ready? Do the jingle. Hefty Jewish Bosoms. It's just common sensible. <laughs> wow. There we Josh, go. My awards. I'm I'm ordering it from Amazon right yeah. now. <laughs> can put it on a get up, put it on some porn chicks wish list on them. <laughs> All right. Speaking of wish list, Sorry. what's on your anime porn wish list? Oh, man, what I like? I'm, what have you not accomplished? Seen? Oh, I, I've unfortunately seen some stuff I cannot take back. Oh God, such oh, as God. Here, talking. Okay, the the worst common thing is there's there they have really loose stuff. like I'll watch a porn where a chick with humongous tits and then they're getting fucked or there's one I like where it's a chick with that's, that's a hermaphrodite theme. a chick with Whoa. huge tits who's a hermaphrodite but okay. she's she doesn't have like a dick and balls it's just like a dick that grows out of her vagina it's just the shaft <laughs> what of the head. is the fucking difference man? so it looks listen, like a volcano I listen don't know. either way I'm just explaining it for comedy's sake anyway, okay so. yeah I love you and then, right. oh much love so and, so 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 and she fucks another chick with big tits but sometimes with during the dick. This, 
with the dick. Okay, yeah. so you're so getting four, tit, so tit, double four tits, double two tits. vaginas, one dick. So the number four of tits vagina. out. Well, I, two I vaginas, well, one I, dick, and the vagina. I oh, feel I like this is a complicated SAT math problem. <laughs> two vaginas are, go, are are going at a separate pace. They are they they, they are they are ten miles apart. One one is a giant pair of tits, so that you got to factor in wind <laughs> resistance. <laughs> if there's only one dick, how <laughs> many <laughs> erections do you have? Oh God! Wait, no, I didn't study this one. God. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> that's um, that's okay. So there's but a that's lot of not gross the, stuff. No, that's not gross. That's fine. But in these same anime porns, mm-hmm. you'll see like basically like a a Lolita chick, you know, pe- oh, a pedophile yeah, babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and that's they and they get, yeah. And I'm like, I have to fast forward. I have to get out of this. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I take responsibility for whatever problems. I don't. Oh God forbid, masturbate to the pedophile shit. No, good lord. Mm-hmm. But but like. I'm not going to delete my history because I have nothing to hide in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you would be so if the uh, the FBI raided your place. Yeah, I explain what happened. I mean, I'm not. I can't lie. Yeah, this is what true. You can't. You like, like uh, as an autistic. This needs a little explanation. Sure. I'm sorry. Uh, as an autistic people, particularly high functioning, since we talk, can talk, mm-hmm. uh, we tend not to have a filter. We don't know where the line is. Right. And for me, growing up, becoming a hum- uh, mature adult, mm-hmm. uh, I I found myself truly hating lying. Like I can barely even wow. white lie. So mm-hmm. so it's just a combination of the both. And I decided, you know what? I rather be unmysterious. I rather be an open book for the rest of my life. How great does that feel? It's the one exhilarating exil- thing next to comedy because it makes me feel like. But I'm always, because I'm so very Jewish, I'm always filled with shame. Just pure, unadulterated <laughs> shame. But, but so you know, no matter lie, how so honest, honest you why can shame? be. Well, I'm not yeah. lying about my shame. Oh, uh, yeah, So there, Jewish there, there, there guilt trumps honest Asperger's <laughs> in a game of Magic the Gathering. That's me my parents. Jesus. <laughs> this is like the weirdest game of rock, paper, scissors ever. Rock, paper, hentai. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch some freaky shit. I'm not into the tentacle stuff that everyone stereotypes it with. I'm not into that stuff. I like straight fucking. Yeah, every. <laughs> I like straight fucking. This has been the About Last Night podcast yeah, with Josh Meyerowitz. I like straight fucking. Boy, oh, much talk. love and I like straight fucking should be two catchphrases you put on a t shirt someday with your face on The other one, uh, <laughs> outside of much love and autistic thunder, and is there's one I talk about my parents. I say I was born with autism, but everything else is their fault. <laughs> True. That's so funny. They're oh. in a good and bad way. Of course. I'm my parents' child to a T. Yeah. Where did much love come from? Because you say I that. would always say it, and, and everyone starts saying it to me. And I'm not like trying to get a catchphrase going or anything. I, I, I'd like to think this happened organically. Everyone mm-hmm. say, because you say it, and it's adorable. So Sounds very like Jamaican of you. Like, much love. Uh, much love. Yeah. Uh, but it's I, very genuine. Not, oh, you it, always... I'm never not genuine. Yeah. Like, you can't be. What, what's a white lie you've you've attempted to tell that you start having some sort uh, of panic attack over because you were like, I it, need to well, be honest. Well, it was sort of like post, like afterward. I told the truth about something because I always do. But mm. then my friend that was involved with this story was like, dude, you can't tell people that I'm not cool of it anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. So every time I've told it since, I basically would change details or not mention what person this was or even what gender they were. So, gotcha. So you're still telling the truth, but you're not giving enough information to get anything. Right, right. right. Or I'd flat out explain I can't give you every detail because I've been sworn to secrecy. Gotcha. Which is you, once again, being honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I'm saying. It's like, don't talk to me anymore because I can't tell you. I'm I'm not not trying to tell you. I'm not sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm not trying to spin it or or be roundabout about it Mm -hmm. or even at worst passive aggressive. I just, just 
I'm saying exactly what it is. Now for now because that the best of my ability. We yeah. hear we hear stuff about uh Asperger's and autism in the news, but if you don't have a relative or a friend or anything that that's go, that's going through it, it's it's very because there's an autistic spectrum, there's right. so many different types. So, like, when you say you have Asperger's, what does that characterize? Well, actually, this is supposedly true. Uh, Asperger's was known as autism spectrum disorder. Mm-hmm. But now, supposedly, supposedly Asperger's isn't a thing anymore. It's just known as autism. Okay. But, but nobody really knows that. So, and people still use Asperger's in, like, very official Well, it's a very ways. fun word to say. Oh, yeah. Asperger's, Asperger's. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Aspergian nightmare. Sure. Wow. That's a fucking wow. that's big a, one. That's a, well, that I do, the whole autistic thunder thing comes from a bit I do about what if I was an autistic superhero. And at the end, I'm like, what if I'm a completionist, what if I was an autistic supervillain, I'd be Aspergian nightmare. Jesus. <laughs> Aspergian nightmare. He masturbates a lot at night. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like a lot of, a lot Wait, of friends. So, of mine. when were you diagnosed? Is that the right? Yeah. So, first fourteen years of my life, I'm originally from New Jersey. They yep. had diagnosed me with ADD, mm-hmm. uh, and that was wrong. They gave me a lot of medication. According then, that really uh, fucked with me. I feel like that's a common mistake that I hear about. Yeah. I mean, especially in the late '80s, early '90s, because every Jersey. yeah, every kid had ADD. Just yeah. no matter they what, just, they just they just yeah, it was they, like this blanket. Diagnosis, like just oh, mass yeah. diagnoses. Yeah, and it's like, oh, but my kid's not paying attention in school. Well, it's like they're yeah. fucking six years old. They've been on the planet for six years, and you're throwing so much shit at them, life-wise. Uh, it's yeah. so tough yeah. to take in. I mean, here's you the know, thing: I was, cheeseburgers oh, and Slurpees and fucking TV <laughs> and slip and slides. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like you know, you see a, a dog and a cat hanging out together, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> you're taking in so much. Yeah, uh, and I then mean, the labyrinth comes out, and David Bowie's you know dance magic dance, uh, yeah. and he's rubbing his fucking balls next to an owl, and you're like, am I supposed to pray or fucking you know, you know? <laughs> all you know is you're impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, here's the thing. I was going to be in special ed no matter what I did. So mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Uh, I love that there was no laugh after that. You yeah. Know, just, like, no, no, no. Just an that's honest moment. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, dance like one, too. Anyways. <laughs> well, you're Jewish. Uh, it's, it's just so many stereotypes piled on top. Have I you can't seen... <laughs> Have you ever seen a killer dancer and after he finishes, everyone claps and somebody goes, you know, he's Jewish, right? (laughs) (laughs) My twin brother, I talk about it a little bit on stage. My twin brother is a musician. He's a drummer. He Mm -hmm. graduated from the Musicians Institute that's off of Sunset. And uh, and I I say on stage, like everyone else in my family's got... rhythm except for me i have the rare jewish stereotype my brother plays drums my mom is a singer uh she my sister fucks black dudes i mean <laughs> she gets off that cock she's shucking and jiving it's amazing go sister girl go go literally my sister girl go Fucking love it, dude. Wait, so okay, so so it's not ADD. No, it's not yeah. ADD. First fourteen years of my life, uh, about a month or two, there was a situation that happened where I've talked about this on other places, podcasts, and whatnot. That's fine. Oh no, I'm just I'm just saying. Just, sure. I, I hate being redundant too. It's okay. Uh, where uh, I was in middle school, in the I was in this middle school for like three years, mm-hmm. three four years, and I they. I wasn't so much bullied by the other students. Mm-hmm. I was bullied by the teachers. Like really? The teachers. Shut the fuck the, up. It was, yeah, it was fucked. And so were they, were they 
like did did they think that you were acting the way you act like at a spite yeah. or like no, on purpose just, or here's the thing on one side they were really good teachers but on mm-hmm. the fl- other side they were they were their attitude was in, in a sense kind of shitty mm-hmm. like they weren't outright super dicks but they were they were it was it, 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 there was a feeling in the end of an, of antagonism now is is it but this we also have to consider that this is this is at a, at a time where we still didn't know a lot about autism, yeah. and we still don't know. Hell, they t- obviously by everything they don't know a lot about ADD either. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so who, so who knows why they thought that yeah. you were saying the things well, you were saying? The most major problem that happened when uh, they would put me in mainstream classes, I, mm-hmm. they would think, oh, he seems pretty good at history. Let's put him in mainstream history. Let's put him in mainstream yeah. literature. Let's put him in mainstream math. Uh, they put me in this history class with the. Biggest cunt of a teacher I've ever had in my entire school life. Okay. She just, oh, she was. What was so she, bad about her? She, I think cunt, cunt, okay. Other than being a cunt, right? <laughs> oh, I think like that defines itself. That, yeah. Here's right. the most major thing she did that I will remember to end time and hold it against well, her. Well, depending on, well, in all fairness, uh, for, to defend Brad there, in all fairness, mm-hmm. we were all raised in different parts of the country. I know. So cunt has different defi- de- uh, definitions. Oh, yeah. In Europe, it's just a regular part of the language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't mean to be mass- no, you're fine. Linketing things too. No, so so she so was extra time, mean. Basically, like I struggled in that class. I was not good at mainstream history. I would my attention would float all over the place. Sure. Mm-hmm. And one time. And, and one day, one day, she takes me and another special ed student, and she's like, "Stay after class," and she brings me us by her, her desk. She puts me facing her in front of her desk and she puts the other student like shoulder to shoulder with her and she starts yelling at me saying why can't you be like this student he can do a good job look at him why can't you do be like him mm-hmm. and it, i was crying and she's like stop crying like you and, and, and that's so sad because she's not realizing that like, there's a larger problem yes now. it's like when, when you say why can't i be why can't i be like him it's like well that, that's like asking me, why can't you dunk the ball like Shaq? Well, yeah, well it, there's a difference. There's the a major size, <laughs> yeah. sizable difference. Yeah, so, literally. So yeah, so to say to you, why can't you perform like and like this kid? Mainstream students, just because that yeah. special ed student was good, doesn't mean yes. every special ed student will be good at that. Right, and that and that and I mean, that's it speaks what we're for figuring itself. out. Yeah, and and that's what we're figuring out with uh, the research that's and that's being done in autism is that there's just this wide spectrum there's high functioning there's there's nonverbal there's there's like classical autism yeah, that's what they the, call the nonverbal stuff yeah mostly. there's people that need you know special care and that that, that have Helmets. to live no Helmets. joke i'm not even yeah. making a joke with that no, one. You're i've not. seen it yeah 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 and and, and it, i i think it's great now that now that we're living in an age where we can actually identify that yeah. and and we know what it is because when we when we were growing up you were just the crazy kid <laughs> like you, like you were just the weird. I was kid. the one with the problems. Yeah. yeah. Uh, granted, that on some level is true. But <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, it, it, it I was is. in special ed for no reason. Right. But y- it is. But I, I think we can all look back to right. children that we grew up with and kids in our classes where we look back now and go, oh. They probably mm. were just autistic, or yeah, they were on. They were more on the spectrum. Well, well, I get along and stand up with everyone. It seems because, and someone sort of said to me, "Everyone's basically autistic or worse. They just haven't been diagnosed like me." Wow, that's about right. That's about where that the solidarity and we us just all being 
fucking crazy. Right. But on a safe level, obviously. Sure. For most of us. For most of us, yeah. Yeah. Is that what drew you to comedy? Uh, I actually no, I had no idea I'd finally find the social life. (laughs) But uh, just going back. Oh, sorry. Let's go back. Yeah. I apologize. No, we're moving around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So with the school thing, Mm -hmm. what what happened was like two. Two, three days before I graduated, and we were playing the move to California, where I've lived since 17 years. Mm -hmm. And I just, I held in my anger for three, two or three, what was it? Yeah, three or three years. Let's say three years. I held in anger, held it in for three years. From this incident? Not just, that incident was like in the the third year. I'm talking about, I dealt with this for this, well, sure, that too, but, but it wasn't as bad as. This particular middle okay. school, and all three years, I just was held holding in this anger. I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And like after, like during class, all of a sudden, I, the funny funny part is, it was like as sort of like it wasn't the direct cause. I we were doing an in class spelling bee, mm-hmm. and I like lost. I was in second or third place. That wasn't the problem, but for some reason, it spurned me. And I sat down on my my desk and I yelled out loud, "If I had a gun, I'd shoot you all." Wow. This is two years prior to Columbine. Wow. Now here's the thing: I obviously am not a violent person, nor did I mean any violence in that situation. Right. I, they took it. me outside, and I, oh yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, in no way do I not take responsibility. Sure. But at the same time, uh, I was just so upset. Yeah. My anger just came out in words and I was telling them exactly. And then like the whole day they're talking to me. It's like, why would you say that? I'm like, and I, and I start telling them, I don't just start. I've been ever since I, I first got upset in that moment, I've been telling them everything I've been dealing with these past three years. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they let, they don't expel me to let me graduate early. It's only two days before the school year even ends. Oh my God. And, and, but they want to have a court hearing. The school wants to ha- ha- wow. get a court hearing going. Here's the thing. My parents, being the, the good salespeople and Jews they are, they get me a very good lawyer. Not an expensive lawyer. They're all expensive, granted, yeah. on some mm-hmm. level. They get me a lawyer, and all I have to do is tell them exactly what I said to those teachers and principal after that situation. And he, I didn't have to see a day in court because he just told exactly what I said, and they're like, "All right, case dismissed here." Thank and they God. said we could have countersued, but you know, we were moving, we were getting away from them. Yeah, you're they're, leaving. They're, Why? So, but like a good month or two before we left, after the, my parents, after that situation, are like, "All right, something's up. I don't. I think something's wrong with Josh that we need to get better help." We we live very adjacent to New York, mm-hmm. so they're like, "Let's see, get a doctor in New York." They got a recommendation. And the doctor, after seeing me, is like, uh, he's autistic. He ain't no ADD kid. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, and I got very lucky. This doctor, uh, the, the doctor I see out here Is since I moved. Dr. Phil? <laughs> Good Lord, no. <laughs> what you need to do what is just do? get back on the spectrum. You see, you're <laughs> outside the spectrum. You have the Asperger's, which reminds me, uh, Cheryl, can you get me a burger? Uh, it, it could be a, a barbecue bacon burger. Oh, God, I Kyle's love those. Jr. Uh, yeah, Carl, yeah Carl, Carl, Carl Jr. And for dessert, I'd like a big helping of chocolate Jewish bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, caramel Phil. I love the caramel. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. So, so he had a great doctor. Died, like, I got, I got, and I got an even better doctor who I've seen since I moved here. Mm-hmm. But this doctor at UCLA Medical, 
who further completed the diagnosis. Yeah, because I got to uh, assume that that's not a, a, a one and done. Oh, no. They have to confirm it for the state because I'm on medication and the like. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this doctor I see that I've been seeing, this is a guy you can't just go off the street and see. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be recommended to him. So, and this guy basically helped change my life for the better. It took a long time to find a good drug cocktail, but like about a year or two before I got into stand-up, we finally figured out a cocktail that got me the least anxious. And then once I got into stand-up, coming all the way back to what we were, uh, stand-up, it became something that worked truly in tandem because I I got into stand-up and it was the first time I ever tried a social group or was in a social group. I tried like Jewish youth groups yeah. or, or all kinds of youth groups, just trying to find a place where I exist. I went, used to go to a UCLA Japanese animation club that was open to the public. I never went to college. I couldn't do it. I graduated. Too, too much anxiety. Or, yeah? I, I had a problem with it even uh, high school. I graduated. Who were your groups in high school that you tried to uh, kick it with? Just other kids. And, and, and I, I ended up having to go to a continuation school because I had such a hard time stuttering. Stuttering. Standard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> studying. That's my yeah. That's uh, my disability. yeah. That's Brett studying. Yeah. Between, between, hey, I stammer too. So. Between between <laughs> between Brad stuttering and your Aspergers, I'm in the fucking most delicious disability sandwich of all time. Dad, you got, you got the disability of being too handsome. <laughs> Dude, you have the disability of getting too much pus. But see, here's the thing that. Is is just uh, so that is so crazy to me is that you like your family? Thank God yeah. found good doctors for My you. My parents so have you gone could, stuck their necks. I'm sorry, I didn't mean talk over. No, 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 you're fine. I got. I'm very lucky in so many ways, including my fa- immediate family. They have sucked their nuts out. N- nuts out. <laughs> that too. My Wait, dad, my, your mom's got big nuts too? My dad, too. Jewish, <laughs> big Jewish chocolate bosoms. I am now introducing right. Jewish chocolate nuts. I think they just called those. With, with, with nuts inside. I, I think they just call those macaroons. <laughs> nice. Hey. Extra coconut. You know what? For being a goy, Brad has a lot of great Jewish jokes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hang out with you a lot. It comes. Well, it, do you know Williams is Jewish? Moses. Wait, is it? No, I'm joking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, it's I the most like how I got scared. I, I like no, how you got scared. Like what? heart disease runs in your family. <laughs> what? Welcome to my nightmare. What? I might be a Jew. Brad's an honorary. He knows enough. He's been. He's it's Hollywood doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done. We can smell our own. Anyways. <laughs> um, but like what, what I said was I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I'm so glad that. Uh, like they found you the proper care because I imagine this happens very often very. where kids don't find don't have the proper diagnosis. Because the parents they don't, don't go out of their way. To yeah, parents probably are neglectful in other ways yep. too. Right, and then they don't have the proper diagnosis, which means they can't get the proper treatment, can't get in the proper programs. I mean, most of the time when we find out uh, about uh, these like mass these mass shootings that happen, yeah. they're they're people that have a lot of mental illness but that didn't get the proper care no that whose parents were just like no my kid's fine it's like yeah. it's like the same kind of parent that would hear their kids gay and be like no you're not no you're not let's send, let's send you to a camp or they'll pray the gay way it's yeah. like oh we'll send you we'll 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 just pray or whatever for for yeah. for your mental health and that'll that'll just fix everything or god forbid they're like Holistic type parents. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, are you guys saying that? Get it, crystals. Now, yeah. <laughs> now are you guys saying uh, that I should uh, take a, a stronger look at the fact that my nieces take off the heads of their Barbies, put them in a fish tank to see if they still move? Nah, she's just punk rock, man. Okay, cool. 
That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Your nieces are punk rock. She told me. Uh, Wait till you time. see the Mohawks. <laughs> Cutest little Mohawks. They're ready to start some anarchy. Uh, okay, but, so you found comedy, and this yeah, was the first social group. This is the first social group where I ever truly felt. Um, it was always when I tried these old social group. I I welcomed them, and even if the other people were welcoming, I I just never truly felt it. But with well, you felt like it was uh, fake. It just or? it felt one sided. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like I was putting in most of the love, and everyone really didn't give a shit about me. So you were like much love, and they were like uh, some love. And they're probably <laughs> they're too busy being teenagers, mm-hmm. and I was the only teenager that I, I was the only uh, sad teenager that didn't become a goth or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, well, good, talk to good Brad. Lord. Yeah, talk to Brad. He had the uh, hot topic on lockdown. Uh, yeah. Hey, I. So did I. That's where I get most of my best shirts, dude. Hey, hey. So, so. Okay. Still a shitty store, but they, there's some <laughs> there. How dare you? I used to work there. That's why. Oh, it's fine. I'm yeah, you look like you have a lot of earrings. <laughs> a lot of what? You look like you have a lot of earrings. <laughs> <laughs> the day Brad said. shows up to this apartment with pierced ears is the day that I shoot confetti out of my dick hole. <laughs> God, I got to do it just for that. Dad, just because you cut your wrist doesn't make your parents hate you any less. <laughs> That's from a something awful picture, but I love that line a lot. Awful what? Uh, there was, uh, there's this really funny website called somethingawful.com. Shout outs. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they have a thing called Photoshop Friday where it's just like a theme. And one of it was like a movie poster. And it was for that Halle Berry movie, Gothica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah. they made it into like making fun of it where they changed it just to gothic. Mm-hmm. Put like slit, like like sad tears in the slit, <laughs> and they and changed the tagline too. Just cause, just cause you're go- just what is it? Whatever. I just yeah, said you it. said it. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot. Rewind I, the podcast. Just because you're gothic <laughs> does make your parents love you less. Yeah, yeah. or anyway, something like that. Hate you any yeah. less. But something. like the the thing is with you finding stand up and why you finally feel accepted by a group. Yeah. I, I, I I never I, felt I, that before outside my immediate family. Ever. Yeah. No but shit. I feel pe- because people are, I guess you could say warped like me. Well, we are the island of misfit toys. And I'm just happy to be another misfit toy. Like, I've never had something I was good at. I never had some some place to belong outside my immediate family. And I found both. I never had a a social life. Now I do. I never had this many friends in my entire life. Yeah, because you're a staple at the comedy store. People show up. We see you. We all. We always know you're. You're gonna have an encouraging word. We always know. You're, we always know you're gonna say I something. I come with funny. love and fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it, fun it's, love. It, it, it's great. It, it's so. You always put a smile on everyone's face, whether you're on stage or off. And I just, I'm so happy that you that you found this. That, I'm so happy you guys accepted me. Oh yeah. Do, How do, can we not? You're so. You're fucking hilarious. Was there? Was there? Was there? Was, there one, was there one day when you? Um, Okay, so you moved here from uh, New Jersey. How does comedy, though, even become yeah. when, you, when you run out of options socially? Uh, how does comedy? It become? wasn't even socially. I couldn't do normal jobs. I, I I was my own personal liability because even if I was, let's say, good at stacking boxes at a supermarket, mm-hmm. most people, when it gets to them, they can swallow it and move on, move on with their life. Either quit the job or and get another one, or still do the same job. But me. I'm so anxious and open, even with, before I was a truly an open book, like I would, if I get angry, I get angry. And yeah. I would be, I would, I would be, a, it would just sort of in a similar sense to when I did that thing in middle school, I would just, I, most people can swallow it. I would be like, 
I fucking hate this. I can't do this job anymore. The monotony. Uh. Wow, you're like the autistic Hulk. <laughs> Hulk <laughs> hates monotony. <laughs> Make that movie Marvel. <laughs> Hulk hates minimum wage. <laughs> And too many people in shopping malls. <laughs> Hulk hates slow customer. <laughs> Hulk hates stacking boxes. <laughs> Take your own chips ahoy. <laughs> That's the catchphrase of Autistic Hulk. I love it. Hulk like <laughs> pro wrestling. <laughs> I do like whole wrestling. Uh, Josh does like whole wrestling. Uh, yeah. Stupid. Okay. Wait, wait, I do wait, like pro wrestling. So does Brad. Brad. We need to talk about it in a second. Oh, by, by oh, yeah. That is the first time I ever talked to Brad, by the way. Ooh. Uh, Brad yeah. was doing uh, Jeremiah Watkins' uh, stand-up on the spot, and they were talking about stepping on Lego. Yes. And and uh, by the way, this is another... Lego was... Okay, for uh, stand-up stand on the spot, it, 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 it's a show where the, where the comedian goes on stage. You don't, you don't do material. You just, go, you, just, you just go on stage, and the audience yells something out, and you immediately have to do a joke about it. And they just... This person yelled out, Legos. I was like, all right, I'm going to talk about stepping on Legos. And how when you step on it, you immediately jump up in the air like you're about to do a, a Hulk Hogan leg drop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pop straight so up. the pain. Yeah, after exactly. After the set, he's, he, we're in the belly room and walk up the little steps uh, after, that's like near the green room of the belly room. And I'm like, Brad, Brad, by the way, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. And here's the thing. They have, in pro wrestling, Lego death matches. It's exactly how it sounds. It, it's not your average... That's what I'm talking match. about. C bombards you with conversation yes. in his pocket ready to go. Because you're really like, wait, <laughs> Lego... <laughs> As it's part of burgers. It's like, a it's like a Bond theme song. In the night, Will you burgers staring <laughs> at train sets? Is, is that Sinatra? <laughs> is that Sinatra or Buble's version? I don't know. I'm not a good singer. <laughs> but yeah, they have they have these. So he comes up to me and says, "Lego death matches," and I'm like, "I'm in. I'm listening." Wow. And so Lego. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me cut you no, off. No, no. I no. You go go right ahead. By the way, thank you guys for being patient with me. Hey, of course. Thank you for coming on this podcast too. And My I, pleasure. Because uh, we've scheduled and, and canceled a bunch, but you've been very patient. Yeah, dude, I was, I was saying off the air, like, I'm a low-level comedian. The fact you fuckers want me on this is a blessing. Oh, well, you, um, you... Also, too, it's, you know, subconsciously and, and consciously, you know, I we've had people on that, that we don't know... Uh, very, we know very minimally, right? Right. And it's like... And, and uh, with Brad and I think both, uh, you know, we... I think I've only really been around you at the comedy store, right, right. for the past Most probably people. two or three years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and we've had a handful of conversations, some... A couple minutes, some ten minutes, yeah. you know? And so a, a part of me was wanting to... Uh, add to the number of those before we, you know, and that's why I asked yeah. you to even send me um, a bio. You know, bio at some point. Yeah, my you know, friend helped me. And I, it was great. And just to give a little, even though part of me was also like, you know, we're, we're going to learn every, it's fun to really learn everything and hear stuff for the first time from you live on the podcast. Yeah. But um, I want to just get a little more being around before um, it was completely uh, oh, absolutely. Un unfamiliar. You, you want to research it properly. I, I, that's, the, that's responsible of you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I honestly, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. That's well, fuck right. it, Lego death matches. Yeah. Okay, yes. so <laughs> I love I love that phrase. Oh, oh, I remember Asperger's. <laughs> I do it during the autistic thunder thing. Just I like I do a bunch of punches and kicks in the air, and I turn around like like Charlie's Angels silhouette. Asperger's. <laughs> 
Artistic thunder. He watch a lot of anime. You, you, you need to open an Asperger's restaurant at some point. <laughs> it's called Asperger's, shaped like an ass, the good kind. <laughs> Get you some ass burger. What would those? What would those uniforms be? Oh my god! It just be. So by the way, so it'd be, probably be the background that I have on my on my. Uh, <laughs> My Twitter background, it's just of a chick's ass, but someone put like a patty in between. So <laughs> they photoshopped like an uh, lettuce, tomato. Uh, yeah, ass yes. burgers. Ass burgers. Oh Taking advantage. Go. By the way, uh, just quickly, I'm always scared doing stand up. Uh, it's something I contend with a lot. Uh, like, I'm scared people think I'm hack. Like, oh, he's trying to use Asperger's as sort of his gimmick, or, or he's trying to make what? it a thing so he can oh. get higher level b- without actually earning it. Oh, no, it's just a fear I have because I'm not, but I, I'd be. I'd, be lying if I didn't talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. You because if you walked on stage the same way the same way I can't walk on stage and not, not yeah. talk about dwarfism. Yeah. I just can't. Oh yeah. Have but you tried ever? I did. Yeah. And the entire time the the audience is just staring at me you like could same thing it. happens to yeah. me. Yeah. I need we need to talk about it. Sure. I'm not a gimmick. I know I'm not. I right. it's all, uh, I should only be judged if I'm funny or not. That's the whole point. Amen, Amen sir. So it like cuz cuz if you just went on stage and started talking about like so uh flying sucks, but you're talking <laughs> it like in the way that you do. Yeah. The audience would be like, "Okay, something's off. off. Something's up with him." But and they're, what they're is doing it? and they're not listening. All they're doing is waiting to hear you. Yeah. All they're doing is thinking, "Why isn't he addressing what we don't what we obviously can see is yeah. is different. Visible yeah. or not. Yeah. So so you have to talk about it. Absolutely. But and here's the thing also, I couldn't avoid it for my life. This is a huge facet of my life. Absolutely. It's inescapable. I have to talk about it even if people already know. Even yeah. if it's almost redundant. Sure. If it's redundant, I'll, I'm not going to fucking walk that line. I, you know, you want, I want to do a You hate job. redundancy. That's another uh, one of autistic Hulk's it, 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 fears. It depends to me. Hulk hates when something already happened. That happened five minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long sentence for Hulk. Yeah. Hulk Everyone. getting smarter by the day. <laughs> Hulk, ha- Hulk, have good medication cocktail. <laughs> Puny Myra Witz not have good medication cocktail. Hulk, autistic Hulk have best cocktail. That's why he Hulk. Hulk is Hulk. <laughs> Hulk is Hulk. Hulk like hentai. Wow. Hulk like real boobs, too. <laughs> Like real boob. These are all, by the way, the catchphrases when you pull the string on his toy. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, I want to talk or about your this. toy. Oh yeah, dust. You want to wear know where to pull it though. Sorry, right that's not a, that's not a string. That's a that's a patty in between well, a couple I mean, of butt cheeks. Uh, but whenever I talk about like, oh, big tits aren't fe- a fetish, I'm like. Well, yeah, they are. You should see the stuff I beat off to. Jesus. Jesus? Uh, no, Jesus. Oh. If he had a nice rack, I'd go for that, too. Shit. Why not, guys? Jesus got it going on. I'm an idiot. No, Yo. you're not. That was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Yo, what? when was the first time you did stand-up? Uh, or step I started six years store. ago. Uh, okay. Six years ago, it wasn't yeah. the comedy store. I started the Haha ha Cafe in North Hollywood, yep. and even I couldn't even tell. To this very day, it's sort of the same. I couldn't tell if I did a good or bad job. The big thing that changed my life with stand up is when I Asperger's. For it, just in case I didn't say before, a major facet of it is anxiety, like okay. really hard anxiety. It's not just autism traits; it's anxiety. Okay, uh, being on stage. 
is the only place so far in my entire life I do not get anxious. Wow. It's, it's insane. I mean, it has, its, it has its problems. Once I get off stage, it doubles over me like a fucking, like, it's like I, all the anxiety I don't have on stage colliding with the anxiety I normally yeah, have yeah, off stage. Yeah. And it just, but, but the fact I have this one place in the sun is surreal. And that's the place where everyone else they, is anxious and nervous. They're they anxious yeah. and scared. And Maybe that's why I saw more, <laughs> you, you don't, first of all. Oh, much uh, but like mo- the average person is just terrified of that. And it's so amazing to me that a person with Asperger's, who by nature is supposed to be anxious, mm-hmm. you put them in the most anxiety-ridden place on the planet and that's on stage in front of strangers and that's where you're good. Yeah. That's where you're like, no, no, this is fine. I'm so, I'm more comfortable here. God, I love that. I love it too. (laughs) I, my ultimate goal, because I spent so many years not doing normal jobs and to this very day, I can't, I'm lucky that I'm allowed to be, use, uh, be on disability Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lucky. I that get that helps, yeah. So that, that's your income? I, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. – I can't drive because of my anxieties about that. It's like a loaded gun to me. It's it's dangerous. I don't want to be a liability to anything. Uh, so I can't drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I get to use a – because of that, I, I'm allowed to take what I call a special needs taxi. That's how I get out here. I don't have I don't have to take the bus and subways because that can make me uh, anyone anxious. Granted, but, yeah, I'm but, kidding. But like I'm o- I'm OCD and paranoid enough, and that's may or may not be because of autism. That's just me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what? How does the OCD? Uh, I'm sorry, the um, autistic taxi work. Uh, well, first of all, you ha- it's called this is called access paratransit or also the retarded limo. <laughs> Because it's got a ramp and everything. It's a big white van. That, it's a big white van that they take you away in. The retarded limo. It's got, it literally, they have to, even if you're not. Thank God has you're a, saying these. No, no, I am allowed. I can. I do. I have the experience. I love it. Uh, even if you don't have a physical disability and mm-hmm. you can, you're fully able physically like me, mm-hmm. the, they, may, they still, if you take, if they pick you up in the white van, they make you go on the ramp ju- uh, because it's 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 a li- li- liability thing for them. Wow. Okay. So even if you're not in a wheelchair or have a crutch or anything, the ramp opens and you walk you, up. Uh, they have to put no. It, the most oh. it's, it's not an automatic ramp. They the driver has to get out of his his his, his out, out, outside and put the wheel and manually ramp up, open it. Even if I'm fully able and it's like half a step to the How curb. awkward is that moment? Do you stand there and go, sorry know. man. I don't really think too much of it. No. I'm grateful yeah. the, they're nice yep. and willing. Yep. Uh, the best is I if anything I like it more ever since someone another comedian's like, dude, it's like you're coming out of a limo like a pimp. Like like <laughs> we should film you like on Instagram coming out with a like a hot lady and pigeons flying out. <laughs> well he's dubs. Well whoever said that is, is exactly right. Yes. And, yeah. and and every one of those limos should have like fog machines that go right on the side of the ramp, so it's just like you're coming down like uh, e, like ET's coming home. It's like a damn. Oh, it's like yo, a damn. ET's fucking... coming home, alright. <laughs> and it's just and it's just and when you walk out and the pigeons and the girl and then you just go Asperger's. <laughs> Dude, it's like shafts. You're like the shaft of Asperger's. Burgers. <laughs> Who's that man who gets who, who gets tense and paranoid? Josh. Burgers. <laughs> Who is the man who enjoys himself pro wrestling on an extreme scale? Josh! Who's that man that loves anime and straight fucking? Oh, yeah. Josh! As burgers. Wow. 
Okay. You don't want to see that cartoon? I want to see. I want to live it. Now here's the thing. I'd be the If you were if you were a cartoon and it got hot, would you jerk off to it? <laughs> nah, man, that's some narcissistic stuff right there, man. Does Mike Tyson jerk off to his new cartoon on Adult Swim? No, well, he that, doesn't. That's a million dollar Ooh, question. I mean, granted, he has, he has a tiger. He doesn't have to. Does he really? Yeah. I, I'm assuming off of the Hangover movies. I'm. What would you know. do? You do I'm you an idiot. do you fantasize? What do you want out of stand up? Do you do you want uh, yeah, uh, fame and fortune? Do you want? Well, that's the thing I was gonna say is because I spent all these years doing absolutely nothing with my life, just sitting in my room wasting away. Yeah, having just a an ex- social acceptance can't be enough for you. At this oh, point. I, I, I it's surely is appreciated. Yes, it's uh, a big part. My goal since the very beginning, since I started and knew I, I wanted to continue doing this because I was happy doing it, even if I sucked mm-hmm. or still suck. Uh, you don't stop saying that. I'm sorry. It's I, okay. I'm I'm scared of being arrogant or narcissistic. Of course, and and, and totally justifiable like, and like understandable. I said, oh, sorry. Let me talk over yep. here. I, I did, like I said before, the line. I'm. I don't. I know where it is, but I don't know where it is. Also, it's fair to. How many years have you been doing stand up? Six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at eight. Brad's at twelve. Twelve. Yeah. yeah. There's. We're we're all still figuring out the balance between. The right kind of happiness. Obtaining confidence. Yeah, but obtaining and not confidence. Being a brag. And, and, and being confident without being arrogant. And yes. that's a fine line to walk of, of owning the stage. Man, I started headlining, it's probably now three years ago, right? Fuck and yeah. that first year, uh, I definitely did not own being a headliner <laughs> because I was still so. I can't even imagine myself. And, and, and not that you have to shift into an energy or a place of like getting or of being cocky or again like uh or a dick but like there were just certain things that i became more aware of as far as oh this is my show and like where if if uh, if somebody was running the light before me the feature they give me and yeah. he was doing bad then i would say something at work cut or say something to the club and cut his time or say you know but be active about it whereas, right. be- whereas the first year i just go i'm well, happy to be here i'm yeah. just happy to be getting these gigs and i'm gonna fucking do my job regardless we, so, all, we all go through that yeah it's yeah. a constant uh, uh discovery of that so for you to, yeah. to and also it's I verbalize never, everything basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you've got verbal diarrhea. Oh, I can't help. As it. long as it's always verbal. Very juicy. All right. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, as a, as oh. as oh. someone with ADD, how like because it takes a lot of discipline for a lot of comics to sit down and write jokes. Yeah. What what's I can't write jokes at all. What's your process? Yeah. I. I I mean, it's partially me being lazy as well. I I have only myself to blame on this, but. I, and this is going to sound super weird, I don't know what's funny. Like, I, like I have an inkling, and sometimes, uh, it, most of my writing is, I say something on stage, and I hear laughter, and I'm like, oh, run with it. I'm writing on stage. That's the best I can do. Mm-hmm. Off stage, just sitting alone, whether I'm on my phone or a notebook. I usually don't use a notebook, because phones are so easy. Yeah. I know the whole deal, what people prefer, but that's my preference. Well, I I use the phone because I, in case something happens, so I lost a couple notebooks, so I email myself everything, because I'm right. like, oh, if I lose my phone, I will have it somewhere. Yeah. So, 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 I struggle to sort of pick my brain in that way. Like, I have to just fall onto it. Sometimes, like, most of the bits that I write by myself these days is when I'm making fun of my parents. 
Mm-hmm. Like because I just do their voices and 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 I find myself saying something that I'm like oh yeah my dad does that that would be good for stage <laughs> like but that's like the extent of me writing alone. <clears throat> Luckily there are other comedians, both professional and not, that have been willing to help me write and yeah. everything. It's I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful yeah. not to toot my own horn for everything, but I'm especially grateful people are willing to take their time out to help me out. Uh, I sh- just want to sh- go shout outs, shout outs, Jeff Richards, K- Keith Carey, many others. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's so great that they help you so you, you you writing alone is terrifying to you yeah or, or now being alone or writing alone both yeah <laughs> both uh, my 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 parents and my twin brother they were trying to figure out how to help me move out to west hollywood and not in calabasas so i can walk i don't drive so i can just walk around everywhere yeah and be in the middle of the scene and you live in calabasas right yeah now? currently with okay. my family yeah so it's got to take the uh autistic limo right yeah retarded but they, limo. But they yeah. take you back and forth <laughs> Yeah, but it depends on the time. Uh, you have to schedule the day before, and you have to f- get, figure out time. And because if there's a lot of uh, other people. It, sometimes it's not even a shared ride. The worst thing is I'm part of Roast Battle every Tuesday night yep. at the Comedy Store, yep. and that, that goes pretty late. Yeah, 10.30 every night in the belly room at the Comedy Store, one of the most popular shows in L.A., yeah, no joke. Get, no, you're 1,000% right. Give people a quick overview of what the Roast Battle uh, is. Roast Battle is like a rap battle, except... You're, it's like those celebrity roasts on Comedy Central. It's mm-hmm. two comedians taking turns burning each other. Yeah. And then they sometimes, depending on the part of the card, if they're the undercard, the, the audience get the judge. But on the main bouts, po- popular, famous comedians, including uh, Adam Ray, get to get mm-hmm. to judge you. <laughs> And, and Brad Williams Buster as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He was there yeah. for my birthday sh- for the. Oh, that's right. I, and you had him talk. But I was so fucked up that he, all my, all my assessments were so. Oh no, Brent. Uh, we've had a spur. I shouldn't say names. Uh, what? A spur of like comedians in judging we're too roles. Fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was drunk with Brent the other night, and oh. I remember he said he was going up to judge the battle, and in my head I was like, "Oh, this." Is oh yeah, no, no, cool. he was out of control. Oh. He oh, wasn't wow. like physically. He just he would keep interrupting things. He would take too long. Oh, it was no. only like towards well, people, the latter part. He finally, Moses and and and. No, Moses imbe- uh, relishes yeah, these yeah. things sort of. Well, he's like, Brent's so likable. You can't. Nobody wants to. But, yeah. but he still can. Brent can take. He's an East Coast guy. But he can take the. It's uh, not something we plan on. I, I th- uh, or at least Moses. I'm I'm a very small part of that show. I'm a lucky. I, I get to say I'm even part of the show. Uh, uh, but yeah, like we've had like consistently for, well, co- and coincidentally uh, comedians coming in that are either fucked up in some way or, or, or fucked up. Uh, like Brody Stevens being Brody Stevens. Right. <laughs> like him, he's constantly interrupting even comedians' sets. He's, he's I think as a judge, and maybe, and I've only done it twice, and I've observed people like Tony Hinchcliffe, who just are destroyers. Oh, but yeah. that's but that's his world. Exactly. And he, he just has a. That's his world, and so he he speaks. He just is one of the quickest people I think in stand up. Very. Uh, and also quick at constructing a joke and a comeback, and he just. He's never. He's rarely. Uh, his batting percentage is very high, so mm-hmm. it's welcomed when he interrupts. But also, he's not getting fucked up. Oh yeah. Um, he's so, coming prepared for the role. So it's up and comers who are roasting each other. Yes, yeah. and usually, and, and some pro comics too. Yep. And there's yep. a lot of crazy elements. The uh, uh, all Negro wave. All Negro wave. The haters corner used to be the racist corner. Yeah. To the point that <laughs> it would be the aforementioned Earl Skakel and some other comedians and aforementioned Keith Carey. Yeah. And what they, would they do? They would say some. Friggin' racist stuff. Because you have the all Negro wave, and then they had two white people who would say racist uh, shit. Yeah, or right. sometimes even they'd get like uh, Omid Singh <laughs> yeah. as a hater. <laughs> I like, love Omid. 
I mean, it's very multicultural on both sides. All Negro Wave always has Jeremiah Watkins and, white. and 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 Frank Castillo, who's Mexican. Yeah. And, and and then the other side has their fair share of uh, yeah. minorities went uh, most of the time as well. So. And celebrity judges like I mean, uh, Whitney Cummings, Liza Schlesinger, Dave Chappelle. Steve, Chappelle wants he never judges. He he always observes observes and yeah. says stuff because he can and he's hilarious. Jim Carrey, right. Jason Jim Carrey, Reitman, Jason Reitman, Jason Reitman has judged. Carrey was not a judge. He came to do sort of like what Chappelle did, like yeah. just yeah. just talk. Did you get to meet him? Uh, uh, briefly, yeah. Amazing, right? Uh, it's surreal. I mean, it's I, I gotta surreal. I gotta assume he's one of your comedy heroes. Yeah, I grew up on him. Certainly, okay. I don't dislike him. I like him a lot. I but he wasn't my comedy heroes. My comedy heroes were like my are there dad, Asperger's comedy heroes or no? No, there are other <laughs> autistic comedians, but they're are all they? of the same contemporaries. Like they're who? more contemporaries. Uh, yeah. uh, Keith Reza, he's good. He's yeah, very yeah, good. I know Keith. He opens for uh, Norm. Yeah, and McDonald. Is that autism? Really? There's some I, other I guys no too whose names I'm forgetting. But yeah, we're, we're there's we're, there's a handful of us. And I'm sure you guys kind of the same way. I know every. Dwarf comedian, whether people other, other people know them or not, right? Do you guys kind of bond together, like yes and no. Here's uh-huh. the thing, uh, and I know all the comedians this, with great hair. The scene, <laughs> seriously, dude. <laughs> Quit the brag. It's like you and Jesselnick. Hey, you just like wow. get in, you just like yeah, get yes, get yeah. together and uh, just hang out and go. <laughs> Nick Yusuf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick Yusuf. By the way, I hope I didn't sound like I was ticking, talking shit about Brody, Stevens, no, or Brett Horn. No, 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 Merely no. stating what happened. Mad love. Not at all, dude. Mad love. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Much love. Much love. Uh, yeah. Mad love. But but we were, yeah. I we Here's the thing I noticed as an autistic person with other high-functioning autistic people. Yeah. We basically don't like each other. We like each other. Yeah. But we kind of don't. Like, Why? I talked to Keith Reza once about, hey, can I do a road gig with you or something? And he's like, listen, Josh, I like you as a comedian, I like you as a friend, but the reason I don't want you to come along is because you also have Asperger's, and, right. the, and it makes absolute sense. Yes, it does. Because we 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 already have a hard time reading other people, mm-hmm. and we kind of our nerves get graded on when someone normal has like let's say a very what's it called when someone doesn't have sound in their voice uh, it, monotone. Yes, thank yeah. you. It it's the same thing as us. Well, doing, you guys should get on twenty five thousand dollar pyramid ASAP. <laughs> Because that was fucking brilliant. I feel like I'm cheating if, uh, I, if, if that, I bring a guy with Asperger's. Solidarity between it's that, the disabled. It's, <laughs> it's that thing that adds light to a house. Lamp. Bing. Like if we put our fingers next to each other, electricity is just gonna. T- <laughs> wow. But what kind of electricity? Autistic electricity. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're becoming me. So autistic Greatest electricity. I'm an, idiot. I'm an idiot. No, no you're not. No, no. I'm busting my own chops. Aut- aut- autistic electricity <laughs> sounds amazing. Autistic electricity. Wait, we are... play Guns N' Roses songs. Well, yes, they do. They are a fucking Guns N' Roses cover, cover band. band. <laughs> but of all autistic people, <laughs> welcome to the jungle. We can't read you. <laughs> So here, I say this on stage, and this is how I truly feel about it. Um, so autistic people, we, we deal with each other. It's sort of hard for us to read each other because yeah. we can't read other people, right. monotone excluded. Uh, granted, some of us do have monotone voices because of the way we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, it's like a bone grinding on another bone without cartilage in the middle. Mm, okay. Wow, getting all medical on us. Well, I got inspired by the, someone talking about Rey Mysterio's knees, the wrestler. Okay. He hasn't. I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. By the way, I, I, there's like two things I want to get back, go right back okay. to. Yes. Uh, first, about, Lego, Lego death matches. Yeah. Okay. Lego death matches. Like, I never explained it. Sure. It's like a hardcore match, but with, you know, with ladders and all that. But instead of that shit, they will slam each other on Legos. <laughs> yes, they will. 
It's it's real. It's awesome. It's gnarly. But it, it's just oh, dude, they're just sl- power slamming each other. Can I can I tell you guys something right now? Just look it and up I, on the and YouTube. I'm, and I'm ki- uh, committing to this right mm-hmm. now because I'm saying it. Right. And everyone on the podcast will now have to expect this um, discussion to follow. Sure. The next wrestling event that happens yes. at mm-hmm. Staples Center. Right. I'm taking all three of us. Yeah. I got to take you to the indie wrestling show that will be even better than that. WWE is all right, but I should take you to Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Okay. Well, whatever you guys think the best thing is, I'm taking all of us to it. Yeah. And we're going, and maybe we'll podcast after that. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of us comedians now that go to PWG. There's a lot of comedians who love wrestling, but I feel like I've never been with Brad, and I feel like it's almost like (laughs) him. It's like a secret world. It's almost like when you came to Seattle. It's my autistic hyper focus. Well, (laughs) No, and that's not a joke. That is my part well, of my. It's like when Brad came focus. to Seattle to do shows, and then he, I took him around like where I grew up and stuff. Like yeah. that was you saw, you saw stuff that I, I saw loved. a little a, a piece into my piece world. of what makes Adam Ray Adam Ray. Yeah. Now I want now wrestling is a big part of Brad Williams. Oh, it yes. is high and, five, and high I, five. And I want to I want to see you in your element there. You need. I'm surprised you haven't been to PWG before. I it haven't. Is, it is. Quite possibly, I'm not making the, not exaggerating. It is possibly the number one indie wrestling company really? in the nation. I'm like, excited. If it's a number two, then Ring of Honor's number one. But yeah. number one, as far as I can tell, I'm not just saying it because I live in Southern California, where it only happens mm-hmm. is Pro Wrestling Gorilla. It awesome. is amazing. And it's a bunch of comedians for the last couple of years now have been going together. Me, Matt Edgar, who's a good comic. Paul Lair, he, he, you, don't, you guys don't know him, but he's a good guy too and comic. I and uh, Ron Funches. Yeah. Hell, the way Ron, me, yeah. me and Funches became friendly because I was hanging out at the comedy store and he's wearing a shirt of Kevin Steen, who's now in WWE, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Kevin Steen, I started going to these PWG shows, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, in late 2006 and he was the first indie wrestler I ever became a fan of. Just seeing him live, this guy was already had the talent he has now. That's how impressive he's always been. Kevin Owens is solid. Man. He's um, more than solid. Yeah, I will fight you on that. <laughs> I will put you in the Lego Deathlock. <laughs> That's where I, he will fight me real, not like yeah. I will, not like pro wrestling. I will, where I will bring stop. new. I'll be. I'll bring new meaning to dwarf tossing. <laughs> Now he's oh now and he's that, talking and that shit. I eat your ass. By the way. <laughs> wait, what? I just I, I sorry I'm just I was not a part of this. Wait, wait, no, he that, he's he's trying to he's he's just, he's, he's reliving a, an anime porn he saw where, where, <laughs> uh, where a Chinese much. woman tossed a dwarf. In not the Chinese. Ass. I'm OCD. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you're right. Surprise. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, by the way not a lot of uh, salad tossing in uh, Japanese animated porn. <laughs> it's strictly. <laughs> it's I love I love how you when you just fucking said that like we just came back from commercial break like on some morning talk show and like. Kathy Lee Gifford look at Regis and go, not a lot of South <laughs> Anyway, it's 42 degrees outside yeah. in New York City and a beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Tom Cruise is it's here. Also it's also because I love tits. Mainly what happens in the anime porn I watch is tit fucking yeah. and, and just regular fucking. Straight, Solid. straight fucking. Straight fucking. Day. Josh Meyerowitz, love much love. Tits. I like straight fucking. Straight fucking. That's the name of your album. I, I, I Well, my, my plan is if I ever get good enough to have my own album. Well, like, that's what I wanted to ask because we, we, we skipped away from that and before we wrap and this my up. Goal, I, my goal. Instead. I want to know yeah. what you... What you love most about being at the comedy store and, and being in comedy, and then, yeah, where, where do you want to be in, like, 10 years from now? Just, it's simple, hanging around the store and the community and at large. Uh, I feel accepted. I feel I'm around people who are just like me and vice versa. Uh, that's all it amounts to. And people who are part of the creative process who are going through the same thing, the solidarity being so immense, 
like like to the fact that I can even find solidarity with even the professional comedians like like Funches or 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 Jeff Richards, mm-hmm. Skakel, people many, that you put many, up on a pedestal probably. Oh and, yeah, and now oh. you're friends with them, and that's dude Steve Byrne. That that threw me. I he was one of the. Fr- I remember 1999, 2000 when they st- started doing Comedy Central Presents. Mm-hmm. Him, Pablo Francisco, and a bunch of others like the the guys. I'm like, oh shit, these guys are awesome. And then like becoming friendly with Byrne. Is so surreal. And Pablo Francisco is on a similar way with Jim Carrey coming to the roast battle. It was the first time either of those guys had been in the store in like eight or ten years. Yeah. So so I did like the last uh, Red Band let me do that Squad Secret show, the last one they did. How'd that go? Oh, so awesome. I, I probably had a shit set, but I had so much fun none, nonetheless. And and I ha- and I was happy to do it. And the crowd I didn't bomb, that's all I can say. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I did good or bad or anything. Anyways, that but that's me making sure I'm not arrogant. Anyways, so so it's cool for you. So being- Pablo Francisco was there, and I was like, I love your work. Thank you. I can't wow. wait to watch your set. Wow, so great. And, and you saw his Comedy Central presents way back in the day. He then. has the most perfect Comedy Central presents in my opinion. He, really, he kind of really ends does. with like, Little I, Tortilla Boy, which yeah. is one of the no, greatest and, closers and actually, of all time. I don't think it ended ended with Little Tortilla Didn't Boy. It? I'm trying to remember. There's so many. He does that the the Schwarzenegger voice. Yeah. He, do, he talks about uh his his roommate who's a stripper. Whipple splash you sexy motherfucker. That's my favorite. And uh, he talks. He uh, Jerry Springer the knife used a knife. <laughs> There's so much he got. But you might be right but i i don't think he ends on little tort or the huh. tort little tort he did the tortilla nader on mad tv yeah did, but he called it little tortilla boy when he did the comedy central presents right <laughs> so so but uh, and funches he's wearing this uh, the shirt and i i am like oh i love kevin steen and i'm basically the only guy around the comedy store who knows exactly what's yeah. that all about. This is before even, this is like a year or two prior before him going to WWE, and that's very recent. Mm-hmm. So so we hit it off from there, and he's super cool, and we we got to get some of that Chinese food. <laughs> I love, ever since he said, I, I, I love bringing friends, including you guys if you want. I know a really good Chinese food place in the Valley. Done. We, yeah, done. I'll, pay, I'll treat you guys if I have to. Done. Can oh. we take the retarded limo? Yes, you can. <laughs> we'll go from your place. You get to see my pain. There, okay, so my ultimate goal <laughs> yeah. in stand-up, since I wasted so many years doing nothing, is to... Well, be- wait, well, I don't want to stop you there. Wasted, I mean... I didn't do I'm normal I'm jobs. I was not productive. That's totally. But you were, but, totally, but, but you, you were, were figuring it out. I feel like... Granted, that's true. I, I mean, there's always a way to look at, like, those... You know, I started stand-up at, what, I'm 33... Uh, I'm 31. Eight so. years, so yeah. 25. Right. Do I wish I started at 20? Fuck Yeah. Um, but I didn't. But I also am grateful that I like w- was in relationships and like soaked up a lot of college and the living the living that I did in those yeah. times. Things worked has, out the same way for everything me. Yeah. you did prior to this has shaped you and built you for where you are now. Yeah, I so, went. I I can't imagine doing it earlier now because everything worked out the way it did, and yeah. I'm happy with it. Totally. Mm-hmm. But but I didn't I, mean to talk over you. No, no, no. But I um. But I uh, I wasn't even talking. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> that's extra OCD. Oh yeah, that's. Extra. I, I have a, people will tell you I have a tendency to over apologize by a lot, okay. and it's not a voluntary thing either. I'm. Here's the it's thing. It's also for like that's your fucking if that's your thing. Sorry to talk over you. Oh no no. Hey. What's up? <laughs> I'm not offended. How do you feel people throw it back? Are you like, that's my fucking thing? Well, no, no. I Jesus, I, I haven't <laughs> cornered the market on apologies. <laughs> Granted, I certainly am part of the larger stockholder, you know. Just, just, 
Uh, oh my god. So great. Here's the thing. Yeah. I uh Oh, fuck, what were we even talking about? Um, uh, goals oh, stand up. Uh, yeah. No, before that. Oh, okay. Uh, um, politics. No, let's. Um, it was. Let's just go to the goals and stand up. Okay. My goal is ultimately to be a professional comedian and be independent. And I don't need to be high level. If that happens, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. But my ultimate goal is just to be a road comic, be on the road, uh, not hacky, just, just good mm. enough to get consistent gigs on the road. Even if it's at small places, get to see the world around me and earn a living doing it. And if anything bigger happens, fuck yeah. But if not, I'm content because 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 that's everything I could ever want. Seeing the world around me while while doing something I'm good at that makes people happy, and I even get paid for it. Fuck you're, yeah. you're well on your way, my friend. Much you, love, guys. You want to travel? Yeah, I, 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 I. Does the limo? Does the RL? Does <laughs> doesn't work like that. Does the RL go for to, to Washington D.C.? Retired limo. Yeah. Granted, I, I at least in it seems in major metropolitan areas, okay, there in towns surrounding it that they have the similar services. But it's different companies. But you'd have to fly. I, I'd have to I, travel I, with someone else, which is even better. And I'm assuming there's no Asperger Airlines. or. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I hope it's much cheaper. <laughs> God, can you imagine cry, crying babies, whatever. Uh, Asperger Airlines. God, dude, dude, they have to reinforce the windows. <laughs> they have to, like, the, 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 they're not just bumping their heads against the windows because and getting their uh their retinas detached there so just, much japanese anime uh, porn is being blasted through the well, fucking that's the autism section that's the oh, autistic okay. section okay, okay. They, they, because we're high functioning enough to be uh capable i just love the of fact it's so stupid josh <laughs> josh i just love the fact that when and i say when because you were absolutely going to get there yeah, when, when you are a headliner comedian they get to ask you before it, before every show, because they ask me and, <laughs> right. they, and they and they ask Adam, do you have any music you want to come out to? You get entrance music like a pro wrestler, dude. I, that's whenever I do the main stage and Danny, the sound guy. He, yeah. Sometimes when I ask him, he'll put on a wrestling theme. I love that guy. He yeah. got as a PWG too. So a bunch of yeah, a bunch of. A when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. <laughs> Good God Almighty! By that, God! That's Autistic Thunder's music! By God! <laughs> By God! Through Hellfire and Brimstone, it's Autistic Thunder! Oh, are you guys doing I, I would want, I would want, maybe, since I'm a big lumbering crazy person, yeah. I would get Kane's, Kane's theme. Kane's theme? <laughs> <laughs> I, My God, the, the, the human body is not supposed to bend that no. way. Artistic thunder imposing his will. That's a, <laughs> that's a human being, God damn it. My God, he's got a family. <laughs> it's, a sad, it's sad that Jim Ross doesn't commentate for WWE anymore. He's the only one that makes it feel like a sport. Uh, these days, I mainly per t pay attention to like the indies. Because yeah. that's where all the fun shit happens, like Lego death matches. <laughs> Lego death matches. <laughs> Just look that up on YouTube. Just type that in. You're good to go. <laughs> and 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 then in in Europe, Mexico, and Japan is yeah. where all the good pro wrestling is, dude. Uh, last year, they for the very first time, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is the biggest company, the yep. w, they're like the Japanese WWE. Yep. The difference is. In other countries outside of North America, out, except for Canada, because it's religion to them too, it's treated tre treated with such reverence. And it, 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 with lucha, it's religion. To Canada and Japan, it's a sport. It's mm -hmm. treated like an actual sport in a sense. Mm -hmm. 
here it's treated like it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> And it's weird because we have the biggest company, yeah, yeah. the most famous company. So, so in Japan, New Japan, they 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 now for the first time they got popular enough to have their their WrestleMania, it's Wrestle Kingdom, on American pay per view, and they got Jim Ross to commentate it, and it was awesome, awesome. It was good God Almighty, that five foot three Japanese guy <laughs> is imposing his will. I've never seen someone get kicked so hard in the face. <laughs> it's supposed to be fake, damn it. It's supposed to be fake. Seriously, those motherfuckers hit each other for real. <laughs> Have you seen J- J- Japanese? It's called Strong Style. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, dude, these motherfuckers. It's these, not fake, huh? They, 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 well, no. they, they, it's, it's still... It's still on the level in terms of pro wrestling. Yeah, it's always going to be, in a sense, fake. But in Japan, they are beating the fuck out of each other. They beat the fuck out of each other. Just lariat, lariats. And we, we, me, Matt Edgar, Paul Lair, we went over to Ron Funch's place to watch it. And it's the mm. best time. It's just like when we go to PWG. By the way, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm bragging. I, 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 I'm happy to have friends to watch shit with. I didn't have that really before I love the stand-up. I love that you, you should, have the You friends. should be blasting that as much as possible. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise... Yeah, I mean, what were you doing before for these events? Uh, nothing. I, I I thought I wanted to go into like I wanted if arcades still existed. I want. I'm a big video game nerd, particularly arcades like mm-hmm. Neo Geo, fucking fighting games. I'm a big Street Fighter guy. Brad, one yeah. of us needs to when Josh is ready, take yeah. him on the road, and when we go to Portland or Chicago's got a great arcade, okay. Galloping Ghosts Arcade. Wait, um, is, isn't that one from King of Kong? No. Uh, well, you, yes, you, it might be actually. This arcade is cool because they it's the one of the largest collections of arcades, and you pay a one-time fee for the day and play as much as you want. Wow. Uh, if you could, okay. Either way, the fact you even just said you want me to go on rolling. <laughs> you're too kind. You're too kind. Uh, would you? Uh, well, you need to. You either. Also, you need to look into hosting a talk show because you are I, very personal. I have one idea. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I, I, I have I one idea. idea. I, I might start a podcast. This is true. I've got to figure out the logistics again because I did a podcast once and it didn't go anywhere because I, I'm terrible. Anyways. Well, this one was great and this is going to oh, go everywhere. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I want to start a podcast specifically, mainly, and mainly about pizza. I'd be reviewing it, eating <laughs> oh it on the air. But in the background, we'd mainly be talking about maybe just a little bit of movies, but mainly pro wrestling in the background. You're, you're, so it would be disgusting yeah. and hilarious. You had Adam Ray at pizza. Yeah. No. You had Brad as at a, wrestling as in the background. As, as East Coast Jews and Italians, we're one and the same. So, <laughs> Are you from the East Coast? Everyone thinks so. No. Well, it, we always joke. Italian, really. We joke. We say I'm from Brooklyn, Seattle. My dad's from Brooklyn, so. Okay. Actual go. Brooklyn. <laughs> Back when it was mostly white. What's your dad? Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. Your dad, Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget? That'd be great. <laughs> dad, I wake up to that. Dad, God damn it, Myra Joshua. I said clean the room. I said take your meds. Wait, what? I can't do the Why did I have to have a son with there autism? There we go. Josh. Next time. Expector Myra. He's autistic. Good night, everybody. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I hope to do it again, too. I Trust me. If you guys will have me. Wait, wait, wait. We said good night, everybody. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump the gun. I got all excited and saying thank you. And like, wait, did I fuck up? Oh shit. Oh, you're fine. So that's the show.
everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.